There's Just Not Enough Time in the Day, Lose the Cape Podcast, Episode 17. Welcome to the Lose the Cape Podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. Um, So today is International Women's Day, and I just wanted to talk about this a little bit. As a mom, as a daughter, as a woman, um, why I think it's important that we stop and think about this day and what it means to us as all of those things. So, you know, I have an interesting background, I think. You may disagree, but I... um, I was raised by a very forward-thinking woman and a father who had four daughters and never tried to hold us back or tell us that we couldn't do things because we were girls. And I guess growing up in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, I didn't really realize how, um, globally speaking, in my community it was normal to grow up like this, but globally speaking... And even within our our country, like how unusual this actually is and how many girls have been held back just because of the fact that they are girls. Um, So I never really grew up thinking that I couldn't do something because I was a girl. Um, My sister once told me that I wasn't smart enough to be an astronaut, which is what I wanted to be. But it certainly wasn't because I was a woman. Um... And yet I know that I had to have been aware of these things because I remember when I was a small child, not a small child, probably middle school, high school, like I had grand aspirations of being the first female secretary of state or the first female national security advisor or something major like that. So I definitely knew that um, women had room to break that glass ceiling, but it never once occurred to me that I would not be able to do those things because of my gender, if that makes sense. So I I was encouraged to pursue an education. It was never even a question. It was just you, from the time I was a small child, I knew I was going to college. So I went to college. I went abroad my junior year of college, and I went to France and um, had an amazing time, had some big adventures, did a lot of things on my own and really learned how to be super, super independent. Came home, finished my degree, um, and decided to go back to France where I moved to Paris and I worked for an architectural firm in Paris and worked as their bilingual secretary for a while. They offered me a long-term working visa to stay with them, but I was getting a little bit homesick and I decided that I wanted to go back to the States and I missed my friends and family and all that jazz. So after that point in time, I decided to pursue some of my other dreams that I had. I'd wanted to go into the Peace Corps for a really long time. I never did it. And again, it was not because I was scared because I was a girl. It was just because I had self-confidence self-confidence issues in general and I was I was nervous about uh going around the world and you know being in sub-saharan Africa by myself or wherever I might have wound up I was scared about those things I think that's kind of natural 
I thought about um, taking the State Department exam and going into the State Department. And again, I had confidence issues with my ability to pass the test, which I had heard was a huge bear. But it wasn't because it was a girl. Um, and then I wound up going into the Air Force, ironically, because then I wound up actually being in the Middle East. Um, and again, there, there, people ask me sometimes when I said that I went into the Air Force, did you experience any sexism or issues because you were a female officer? And I wish that I could 100% say no, because there were a few times that I really did feel like I was... Um, uh, like my opinions weren't heard as importantly as some of my male counterparts or that I might have been pushed aside um, by some senior male officers because of the fact that I was a female. That did happen a few times, but the majority of the time I never, honestly, I, I never felt, um, I, I never felt that. I, I felt like I was very fairly treated and equally treated. And I know a large part of that was because of the women that came before me. You probably had experienced a lot of that, but I was lucky to have very strong leadership role models in the Air Force who were females who obviously were not going to stand for that kind of activity in their units. All that to say, and that was really a long introduction to what I'm trying to say, was that I've never, I've never felt held back because I was a girl interestingly, until I became a mom. And not just a mom, but a, a working mom. And all of a sudden, I started feeling some of these uh, uh, prejudices or, um, what's the word I am looking for? Um, it starts with a D, and I'm having a very hard time conjuring the word. Anyway, not discrepancies, but you know what I'm talking about, like um, discrimination, that's the word. I did feel as a mother, especially when I had a young child um, in daycare who was sick, which meant I was always sick. I mean, if you have a kid in daycare, you're just always sick. Um, you know, it, during the times when I was trying to find a place to pump and there was no place for me to pump, um, during the times where I felt like I wanted to be able to pursue different things at work or different options, but I wasn't able to put, I wasn't willing to put in the time away from my family when I was a full-time working mom. And I felt opportunities therefore slip by me or go to people who were either males or had no children. And I really think that's a shame. Um, eventually, after my second child was born, when she was 15 months old, I stopped working and came home. I became a full-time stay-at-home mom. And here again, I began to feel a different kind of discrimination as a woman. I began to feel that judgment from some people that all I did was stay home. But I felt that judgment from myself, which was really weird. Like I felt extreme guilt at the fact that for me... Just being home with my children wasn't enough. And for a very long time, I felt horrifically guilty about that. And it's only since I have come in contact with people like Dana Malstaff with um, Boss Moms and other women like that, that I've realized it's not abnormal to want to follow dreams. It's not abnormal to want to work and to 
to build a career for yourself. I just interviewed um, Colleen Slaughter this morning for a virtual summit that I'm putting on. And we had a great conversation about this whole um, guilt, mom guilt, working mom guilt thing. And it, it's okay to want to pursue your dreams without feeling like you are not being a good enough mother. And I, I resent the fact that people have said things to me that have made me feel like I am a bad mom because I want to work and because I'm building my career. And even though I am staying at home, I'm a work from home mom, which just puts me in a whole strange circumstance. And my business is all done online. Like people just don't get it. They don't understand how I'm a stay at home mom, but I'm working, but I'm not working, but I'm, you know, not really a stay at home mom. I mean, it's a really, really crazy kind of, um, playing field, I say. So, you know, I really started thinking about all of these things as I put together my post for the website today about International Women's Day and about why I think it's so important that we as moms, especially moms of girls, but even moms of boys, because those boys are going to be the good old boys one day. You know, they're going to be the men that are in the positions right now that and they need to be educated that women are just as important and women should be, there should be equality and pay. And just because a woman is a woman, um, she should make less money and things of that nature. So, you know, it's important that we as moms think about this issue. So I read the report that um, McKinley and Lenin put out about it's an annual report that they do on the status of women in the workplace and it's kind of kind of discouraging because even as of 2015 there are still mega roadblocks for women who are trying to get ahead in the workplace um, um, one of the quotes that came from this article said that based on employee pipeline data from 118 companies in 2015 and 60 companies in 2012, two broad themes emerge. Women are still underrepresented and they face real barriers to advancement. And further on down in the report, they say that not only do they face those barriers, but it doesn't look like there's an end in sight. And that's... That's really unfortunate, it's really scary, and it's something that we need to be doing something about. Because in 20 years from now, when my daughters are out of college and are looking for a place in the workforce, I don't want them to still feel like they can't have the same kind of jobs or they shouldn't expect the same or equal pay as their male counterpart. Um, and it's discouraging that that's still the case this far since, you know, since uh, equal rights and gender, all that kind of stuff started a hundred years ago. Um, so anyway, it's just something that I wanted you to think about today. No matter what your role as a mother is, whether you are full-time, stay at home, that's fantastic. I love it. I love you. I love that that's what life is for you, but I would think that you would still, as a mother, would want to make sure that no matter what your daughters decide to do in the future, that you would want to, um, want it to be the case that they could do whatever they want to, and that all came out all wrong, but the point is, we want our girls to have access to whatever they want access to, right? So, um, I encourage you to take the pledge 
for parity and you know make sure that we are on equal par with our male counterparts and make sure that our girls have have the tools that they need to know that they can be what they want to be and no one's going to tell them that they can't do it because they're a girl right so today I put on my super mom cape and my super woman cape and I say that we can do whatever we want because we're girls and girls rule the world right Beyonce thinks so anyway on that note, have a great day, and we will talk to you soon.